This is the Reading Instruction Show. I'm your host, as always, Dr. Andy Johnson. This is the fourth in a series of podcasts I call We Are Failing Our Struggling Readers. This is the story of Robert. Now, this podcast is based on research conducted for my latest book, Designing Meaning-Based Interventions for Reading. Now, Robert. I met Robert in the summer between his fifth and sixth grade year. His mother was desperate to get some help for her son for reading. For his first five years in grade school, Robert had been getting help, and I have air quotes around that word, in the special education system. But apparently the help wasn't helping enough. Robert's mother was wondering if there were a special program she could buy or perhaps an undergraduate student she could hire to tutor her her son. His mother, like many other parents, desperately wanted to help her son, who was a struggling reader, but she didn't know how. These, by the way, are the ones that the for-profits prey upon. They use their fancy charts and made-up research to offer false promises. They're making money off the backs of our struggling readers. A review of Robert's Individualized Education Programs, IEP, indicated that for five years, he had been given the same district-mandated, for-profit, one-size-fits-all, standardized reading instruction program given to all struggling readers in the district. In each of his five years, he was sent off to a little room someplace during reading instruction to work with a special education teacher. The special education teacher implemented the district-mandated for-profit, one-size-fits-all standardized reading instruction program with fidelity. Fidelity. This means the teacher read the directions and mindlessly followed the teaching recipe like an animatronic at Disneyland. But that's not really an individualized education program at all, is it? It's a standardized educational program. Robert received the same standardized reading slop administered in the same way and in the same sequence as every other human being subjected to the same for-profit, one-size-fits-all standardized reading instruction program. So in essence... Some person or group of people who had never met Robert, who had never listened to him read, and who knew nothing about him or his situation, made all the decisions about his reading instruction. Makes perfect sense, yes? And because it said research-based on the side of the package, it had to work, yes? And because there were a lot of complicated terms and test data and fancy graphs and colorful charts included in his IEP, the school district must have known exactly what they were doing. Yes? Yes? No. A simple qualitative reading inventory, sometimes known as a diagnostic reading assessment or an informal reading inventory, was used to diagnose his reading difficulties. This indicated that Robert's word identification level and reading fluency were at the first grade level. His comprehension was fine. 
But after five years of district-mandated, for-profit, one-size-fits-all reading instruction, Robert hadn't moved very far from where he started. He was still reading at the first grade level. So, what did the school district have planned for his sixth year in elementary education, you ask? His latest IEP showed that he was going to get a district-mandated, for-profit, one-size-fits-all reading instruction program administered in a little room by a special education teacher. Bold choice. But perhaps this time they're going to administer it even harder with even more fidelity. Perhaps. So what should an intervention session for reading look like for struggling readers and severely struggling readers? Well, it should not be standardized, I will tell you that. Depending on students' needs, intervention sessions for reading should include some or all of the following elements. Number one, word work. Here students would receive short bits of instruction and practice related to letters and letter patterns. This would include synthetic phonics, analytic phonics, and large unit phonics. The second thing is word identification. Students here would receive short bits of instruction and practice related to one of the word identification strategies. Word identification is you know the word, but you, you know what the word is. It's in your lexicon, but you need some strategy to identify it. The strategies are analogy, morphemic analysis, context clues, and phonics. The third thing is maze and close work. Here students practice identifying words within sentences based on context clues. These can also be used as pre or post reading activities to reinforce word work. The fourth element is writing. Students write using simple one, two, one or two sentence writing activities, structured writing activities, language experience activities, daily journal, journal writing, and other short activities where students use writing to describe their ideas. These generally take three to six minutes. Fifth, five, fluency work. Students here would engage in repeated reading and other activities used to develop fluency. Six, comprehension. Students receive short bits of instruction and practice related to the cognitive processes used in comprehension, as well as study skill strategies for older students. Often, comprehension work is used with reading practice. And seven, reading practice. Students read and respond to authentic texts that they have chosen. For emergent level readers, this could also include teacher read-alouds and scaffolded oral reading. But again, students are not standardized products. A single type of intervention will never meet all the needs of struggling readers. However, by adopting and adapting the strategies presented in my book and above, it's more likely that you'll be able to help students to achieve their full literacy potential. Individual intervention sessions 
generally consist of only three to five of the activities above. Now, schedule, intensity, pace, and duration. To have an impact, intervention sessions for reading should occur a minimum of three days a week. This would be comparable to RTI Tier 2. More intense interventions should occur daily. This would be comparable to RTI Tier 3. Shorter bits of focused instruction and activities are always more effective than longer bits of instruction and activities in which students aren't actively engaged. Thus, intervention sessions should be short and briskly paced. 15 minutes for younger readers to no more than 40 minutes for older readers. These sessions should move quickly from one activity to the next with each activity lasting two to eight minutes. This brisk pace maintains students' focus while developing the full range of literacy skills. Keep in mind that you're not teaching students to read as much as you are developing their ability to create meaning with print. Also keep in mind, this is important, the reading intervention should not replace good classroom reading instruction. It should enhance what is taking place in that general education setting. This has been the Reading Instruction Show. I am your host, as always, Dr. Andy Johnson.